It's not too late to get your tickets to MappedCon October 6th through 8th in the beautiful inner harbor of Baltimore, Maryland. This is the perfect time to come and network with medical schools, to come and meet with physicians and practicing PAs and podiatrists and lots of other people who are there to help you on your journey to wherever you wanna go. This is going to be the largest pre-health fair on the East Coast. Come to MAPTCON, M-A-P-P-D-C-O-N.com to get your ticket. Tickets are still available. They're going fast. Come to MAPTCON October 6th through 8th, Friday night, all day Saturday, and then Sunday into the early afternoon. We have sessions and workshops and several medical schools, lots of medical schools that are going to be there to network with you, to recruit you to their schools. Come to MAPTCON. I'll see you there. Our team will see you there. It's the best way to improve your chances of getting into med school. The Old Pre-Meds Podcast, session number 330. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week where I take your questions and answer them here on the podcast. We have a great question today from a super non-trad who uh, might have slipped up once or twice with something, and they're now concerned about how that's going to affect their ability to get into medical school. Before we jump in, though, the Old Pre-Meds podcast brought to you by Blueprint MCAT. Our friends over at Blueprint MCAT want to remind you that with a free account over at Blueprint MCAT, you get access to their amazing study planner tool, which as a non-traditional student, it's super important because typically you all have a lot more responsibilities than that traditional student going through undergrad right now. Whether you're raising a family, you have a spouse you need to support, you are taking classes, you have a job to keep a roof over your head and food on the table, Planning for the MCAT is super hard because you're doing so many other things, typically. And so with Blueprint MCAT's free study planner tool, you can make sure that you have a plan of attack when it comes to prepping for the MCAT. If you haven't heard, the MCAT's kind of important. So make sure you go over to Blueprint MCAT today, get that free study planner tool and dive right in and see what you have to do to make sure you maximize your time and your score blueprintmcat.com. Go over there today. All right, so our question today is from a student who uh, has a couple DUIs. They say, I have a few questions, but my main concern is that I'm honestly not sure if I'm truly going to be able to get into medical school with my prior arrests. I got two DUIs in my 20s. I'm now 38. One was 15 years ago, another was nine years ago. I know I need to take full responsibility for them, but the second DUI wasn't because I was over the legal limit, I was way under it. I was arrested because of a zero tolerance law. Even 0.01 blood alcohol content, less than one drink, will get you arrested. I spoke to a dean of a local DO program, and she encouraged me to go forward and said it would not preclude me from getting in. 
I know there's no way to be sure. It's just that I've made so many radical sacrifices, especially at my age, quitting my job to go back to school full-time and focus 100% of my time and my work to being a pre-med. I hope I didn't make a huge mistake and I haven't wasted years of my life. I suppose it's better to find out sooner rather than later if I'm wasting my time. This is more than a dream to me, though. I would be crushed if I couldn't become a doctor. I would never have given up everything in my life to chase this dream if it wasn't more than a passion. I could really use some help. So this is a wonderful question and I think highlights the uh, the struggle that a lot of non-trads have. This student sacrificed, according to them, everything, right? They quit their job, they're, they're sacrificing everything to go back to school to be a pre-med student. And a lot of non-trads are in a very similar position. And ultimately, whether you have two arrests for a DUI, you were kicked out of school with a 1.5 GPA, you, whatever, right? Insert your specific situation here. The, the situation is the same for every student in this process, whether you're traditional or non-traditional. Non-traditional students just have a little bit more at risk typically because as this student said, they're they're sacrificing a lot. They The opportunity costs is quitting their, their job and all this other stuff, which at the end of the day, right, the risk is or the fear is, what if I don't get into school? What if I do all of this for nothing? What if I go down this path? I spend all of this money to go back to school for MCAT prep, for applications. I lose all of this money, right? The opportunity cost that we often don't talk about. I lose all of this money by quitting my job, my high paying potentially job and going and working for minimum wage as a, as a scribe or as an EMT or, or whatever that is. What happens at the end of the day, that fear and anxiety that comes up, what happens if I'm not good enough? What happens if I don't get in? Is this all for nothing? Now, this student is a little bit different because they have a bit a big red flag, two big red flags, right? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. This student has two arrests on their record. And unfortunately, that will affect their application to some medical schools. Now, this student is going out and doing the right thing. I always say, go talk to admissions people, which if you're listening to this before October 2023, it's right around the corner, come to MAPTCON and get in front of these recruiters for medical schools. We have many medical schools coming who want to talk to you. Come, talk to them. But this student did the right thing. He reached out to a school and said, hey, here's my situation. And many medical schools will give you the truth. Some won't, but many will give you the truth like this one did. Hey, you'll be fine, right? Based on our process at our school, you're not going to, to be automatically rejected, which is always the big fear, right? Just auto rejection. You're not gonna read my story. You're not gonna understand anything. And so this student, is in a situation where they asked that question and they got feedback. Hey, go ahead and apply. I've seen plenty of students get into medical school with DUIs. I have seen students get into medical school and then get a DUI, right? Oops, don't do that. <laughs> I, got a D, I got a DM on Instagram a couple of years ago going, oh my gosh, Dr. Gray, 
I'm freaking out. I got into med school. I just got a DUI. What do I do? And the answer is you go and you be honest. Go to that med school right now and say, "Uh uh-oh, I screwed up. Own it. Own it, own it, own it. It's the only way to move forward. I was at a conference once talking to a director of admissions and a pre-health advisor, and they were talking about a student that had applied to the director of admissions school. And this student was accused of plagiarism. And this student, unfortunately, did not own up to it. They said, no, I didn't do it. I'm like, well, you were accused of it. It went through the whole process. You were found guilty, whatever whatever that process was. The student won't, wouldn't own up to it. And the director of admissions said, we will never accept someone who doesn't take full responsibility. Period, end of story. You have to take responsibility. And it sounds like this student is. The fact that the last infraction, if we wanna call it that, was nine years ago helps. 15 years ago, nine years ago, clean record since. That is the biggest determining factor, I think. I'm a big fan of time heals all wounds. And so in this case, time hopefully will heal that wound. Talk about it, own up to it, take responsibility. What have you learned from it? And hopefully move forward uh, continually every day, not doing that again. And you'll be okay. Remember, the fear here for everyone, whether you have DUIs, whether you were kicked out of school with a low GPA and you're trying to recover from that, whatever it is, the fear is always, I'm gonna do all of this. And at the end of the day, there's no guarantee that I'm going to get into med school. Every student faces that fear. And it's just something that you have to push forward knowing that this is what you want to do. And you'll find a way. So hopefully that was helpful. Uh, if you have questions, go, uh, I don't know what we're doing these days with our questions. Uh, we shut down the forums because they were kind of inactive um, outside of lots of good questions that had, had been there. Um, go to premedhangout.com and use the hashtag old premeds and use that question there. It's probably the best place these days to go to ask your question. And don't forget to go to blueprintmcat.com, get that free study planner tool so you know as a non-trad how to maximize your time and effort. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the Old Premeds Podcast. This is MedEd Media.